we're gonna have a good time today. I've been having a crappy week, so this will be an interesting episode. I'm gonna talk about how God brought me to identity. And I'm hoping I don't cry today because I feel like I'm always crying. But we're gonna see what happens and just I'm gonna walk you through the journey of 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 what really happened for me personally. And so identity is a core value that every Christian lives upon, right? We are each sons and daughters. And if you're like, are we? Literally his word calls you his his son and his daughter. He calls you children, right? First John 3, 1, right? See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God. Sons and daughters. <laughs> and not just sons and daughters of anyone, but sons and daughters of a king, which means by birthright, you are royally seated. And growing up, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand my birthright. I didn't understand who I was in Christ. And the reason that I didn't understand that is because I grew up in a household that I'm very grateful for my parents. I love them so much, but I'm adopted and I am the only African-American girl in my family. And I have three other siblings that are also adopted. They're just African-American males. And so they live kind of a different life than I had to. And growing up in predominantly white neighborhoods, I struggled a lot with my identity because I I was trying to figure out who I was in the midst of a place where I didn't feel known, where I didn't have a place, right? And I struggled so hard with identity because of it, like trying to fit in and trying to do all these things. And, and everything inside of me too was like warring with itself because my personality is like, actually, I don't care. And I, I didn't realize, I don't even realize, I think I'm processing it right now. How um, how much I went against the grain because of the life that I've lived. And so being adopted into my family, one, I'm already like, I'm not the odd man out. Like there's, I'm not saying that it was bad, nothing. Like I believe that my adoption is completely from God. It is a beautiful story and, and I never have felt unloved or or hurt, or any of those things, I've gotten everything I need, so, (laughs) because some people are like, was your adoption hard, and I'm like, I mean, had to figure some life stuff out, but, like, I didn't have to, like, I didn't have bad parents, so I'm feeling great, but I, um, struggled a lot because of that, of figuring out who I was, and, and I just began to just, like, rebel, because I was like, you know what, I don't fit in here, I'm not even going to try to fit in. I'm not, I'm just going to be who I am. And in the midst of that rebellion, I didn't realize that I was like not understanding who I was. I was just a hurt girl who was walking through. I don't fit in in school. I don't fit in on my sports teams. I don't fit in in my family. I don't fit in with my friends. Like I was just trying to figure it out. And then, then I remember I had this encounter with God when I was at youth camp. I had this encounter with God. And he goes, I know you don't fit. I knew you wouldn't fit. But I didn't make you to fit. I made you to be my daughter. And that broke me. That broke me down. It broke open everything for me. I've grown up just believing that 
I don't fit and that I never will and that God kind of overlooked me and that nobody really wants me, even though I had a loving family and even though I had people that have loved me, it just was like inside of me at the core of my, at the core of my being, I knew that I wasn't wanted when I was first thought of, right? But then you go back (laughs) and as you read your Bible, what does it say? in Jeremiah, right? It says like, before, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And that shifted my thinking of God of, wait a second, I've been believing a lie. I'm believing that nobody wanted me, but really you loved me before anybody else knew me. But the enemy jumped on top of nobody wanted you. So therefore God doesn't want you. And it shifted everything in my life because of that. And then God comes in and goes, no, 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 that's a lie. (laughs) Let me, let me show you in my word where that's a lie. Let me break that down to you about how you're my daughter and how I have put you on this earth for a purpose. And so from that moment, from that encounter came deep relationship. I no longer read my Bible out of necessity of I have to do this out of legalism. I read it out of relationship of actually I want to do this because I'm yours and you're mine. I want to do this because you love me so much you would put me here and call me yours. That you would give me opportunity like never before. And even though I've walked through some hard things in life, I know that you are with me and I didn't walk it alone. And so was it completely a complete shift? No, there were still a lot of things I had to process through. Like I had to break down my abandonment. I had to talk about the really hard racial moments that had happened, right, in life. And and I want to say this, like, there are people in my life that have championed me through those moments like never before. And because of it, I can come into racial reconciliation in another level because I've had these encounters where people haven't treated me correctly and people that... um you would think would side with the other people were very quick to call out the, 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 the evil that was in the midst of that. And so I have this view of racial justice that's so beautiful and I didn't understand it until God began to reveal to me who I was like, and I began to understand the love he actually had for me. And so through all of these things, like I'm processing and I'm, and I'm working through it with God and it's bred into this beautiful relationship. And a lot of people are like, do you understand Jesus at another level because of your adoption? And yes, I do. I understand the beauty of being grafted in and chosen. Because when you look at it this way, right? I want you to think of yourself for a second. And I want, I want you to close your eyes. <laughs> I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to think about if you were never wanted, right? Never wanted. And you believe this from the beginning of your steps on this earth. You believe that you are never wanted, right? And then a man comes and he tells you, I died for all of your sins. I died before anybody ever knew you, before you ever took a step on this earth so that you could know my father like never before. That's why I died for you. And that's the view that I had of God. That's what I actually get now at a deep, deep level because of my adoption. That, wait a second, 
while the world can say whatever it wants to me and tell me, oh, you need this or, oh, I'm so sorry, right? God was like, hey, I know that that's what the world says, but I want to teach you about the love that I have for you and about what I did for you while nobody else knew. And that's my relationship and my view of God is he sent his son for me when no one else wanted me. And that's what I get to walk in daily. And so when I talk about my relationship with Jesus and I've already started crying, of course, and it sounds so deep, (laughs) it's because I had to go into deep wells with him to know who I was. It's because I had to journey through the hurt and the pain and the really dark valleys to know who I am in his eyes. He is such a good father. And if you're like me and you're like, man, I, I, I didn't realize it until God encountered me or I started actually understanding who he was or I started actually digging into his word. I just want you to remember like there are moments that shift you and this is a moment right and those were moments and I love to do this thing in the beginning of a new year where I look back where I look back and and I remember where God has brought me through right where I'm like okay where was I in the beginning of 2022 oh I was angry (laughs) I was frustrated with God because I got diagnosed with a heart condition and I couldn't do anything I couldn't, I literally, like, when I tell you guys, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't, like, handle very much stress. I couldn't, I couldn't work out. I couldn't play basketball. I couldn't play tennis, which is everything I love to do. And I was so angry with God that that had happened to me. And then I'm, I'm looking back to where I am in 2023 and I'm like, wow. Like, the beginning of 2023 now, I'm like, oh, I'm not angry. I'm like, oh, thanks, God. Like, remember we went through that valley and then I had to spend so much time with you? And it was insane. And now we have like this insane relationship that I wouldn't have had unless I had walked through that. And I'm not saying, please don't, don't even quote me on that. Don't be like, God walks us through valleys on purpose. Like God, God just wants this and this and this. Like she thinks bad things happen because of this. Like I think that things happen in life and then you have to find God in the midst of it. That's how I view values. That's how I view circumstances is, okay, this happened. How am I going to find God in the midst of this? And so my identity, as I go back, as I just went on a tangent, of course, but my identity really, really shifted for me when I began to get really vulnerable with my pain with God. And he began to reestablish me as a daughter and showed me all the moments that he was walking through the valley with me. in. Because I think a lot of times we look at valleys and we go, I'm doing this alone. And he's like, no, you never did. I would never leave that for you. I would never make that what you have to walk through. So that's my journey to identity. You know, definitely cried, tried to keep it together. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was gonna say something else, but you know what? Nah, I'm good. The tears were enough for me today. I hope you guys have a good one. I hope it's full of life and better than my week has been. (laughs)